Hey guys, it's Tati and I'm back with another episode here on Tati's World Podcast, episode 15 here on the channel. I hope you guys are having an amazing winter, an amazing time, an amazing life. If you are new here and if you are returning, make sure to hit that subscribe button and notification bell for notifications on new episodes. Let's get into the topics of the day. Hey guys, it's Tati and I'm back with another video, episode 15 here on the channel. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the podcast. If you guys are, please check out the podcast on Spotify to listen to it on the go, uh, in the car, on a run, on a drive, on a bike ride, whatever you listen to podcasts doing, go right ahead and listen to it, even when you're working out in the morning, whatever it is, whatever brings you joy. Subscribe down below, hit the notification bell, comment down below, anything you would like to see on future episodes or on the channel in general just let me know welcome back i hope you guys have been having a good winter um i had a snowstorm a couple of days ago we talked about that last episode or i think episode 13 and it's pretty chilly outside pretty gloomy this week wasn't terrible though i had a pretty good week um started the week off with both my favorite shows and both very good shows and my one of my favorite shows um euphoria and power part two ghost story with Tariq and everything mary j blage method man um some really good people some really good actors Um, 50 cent is doing some crazy awesome things on the power franchise i would say yeah it's just great. I love it. I love the storytelling. I love feeling like I'm Tariq now. Um, on some, I'm getting my own shit. I'm getting my energy. And like, other than the fact that he's he's on trial for for a, a, a cop, like killing a cop, he's probably, you know, obviously we know this is season three. He's definitely getting off. There's no way they're going to put him behind bars. He's going to keep doing what he's doing. Um, and that's what he's gonna do. It's like it's like Method Man's a new proctor for him, and he's goes. That's what it is. It's a new it's a new generation. It's a really good show. I'm not gonna get into it this episode because I want to talk about all of Power from the last like Power itself, and then Power Part Ghost Part Two Ghost and BMF. Yeah, BMF was fire, and Raising Canaan was like one of my favorites out of all of them. If I had to pick one, I'd have to pick. It'd have to go Raising Canaan first for me, and then Power uh, Part 2 Ghost with Tariq and that storyline, and then the Power the last, like the, the original Power. Um, BMF is probably before the original Power. Like It got better after Power. Like BM, All these shows are just amazing. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a future episode for real, because I definitely have to talk about that. And I have some notes on the different to- on different topics that I haven't gone back to, but I'm definitely going to get into. But yeah, let's let's get into the, this recap of Euphoria episode four. Um, let's take a, let's take some behind the scene looks at what happened in episode four. For this video, let's get into it. There's so much between Cassie and Maddie. I mean, it's been a very bittersweet, heartbreaking storyline. 
offset Alexa and I love hanging out, we're best friends. And then we go on set and we have to, like me, I have to have so much anxiety as Cassie because Cassie knows at some point it's going to come out. She is so guilty and that's where all of her anxiety comes from. She always liked this. No, but when she drinks, she's just tragic. The birthday was, there's a lot of different elements to the birthday party. So you have, you know, Cassie giving Maddie this beautiful book, like showcasing their friendship. And it's kind of an emotional moment. At this point, Maddie doesn't know that Cassie has been hooking up with Nate. She loses herself to love, like friendship doesn't matter anymore. And then obviously it becomes a nightmare situation. It's funny how sometimes things come together for a scene like these set pieces like Maddie's birthday. Sometimes it's very planned. It can kind of come together in an improvisational way. Maddie's dress, we knew we wanted to use something by Marc Jacobs. A friend of mine, Devin Lee Carlson, did a collaboration with Marc Jacobs. Um, so she sent that to us. And it has the little M's here, which is for Mark, but also works for Maddie. And then for the swim, we actually had another swimsuit planned. I always have extra stuff in my back pocket. Like you have to have stuff to go to because you never know what's gonna happen. And that pink suit was actually uh, something that was like in my back pocket. A lot of girls these days are doing under boob. And uh, so that's a thing. I wanted something that kind of emulated Maddie in a way. I was like, what is something that could be as risky as possible, but not too far where you'd be like, this is ridiculous. Wow, that was certainly a choice. <laughs> oh God, the vomit. The fact that I get to work on, on a show that, that can at once handle very tense and, and thriller-like darker moments, uh, but then also turn around and have a hot tub scene where like, I get to you know, play a little more with uh, the comic timing and just find, find those little gems where, where let's say the way that Maddie delivers the like, have my babies, is like just the right kind of delivery for uh, inducing projectile vomit from Cassie. Please, when I go to college, move with me, marry me, have my babies. They had to put a tube, like hidden in my mouth, and it was like on a horse bit, so I had a bite down on this horse bit. A tube was running all the way down. Instead of it projecting out of my mouth, it filled my mouth, and then I had to project. I'm so sorry! So I was so worried I was actually gonna vomit with the fake vomit, it was so gross. It was disgusting. I'm not good with vomit. It wasn't real, obviously, but seeing any, I'm shocked I didn't vomit. It's fine, it's fine. Episode four montage, I really like kind of iconic images of our characters in a, in a setting that's not totally real or in a light that's not totally real. You know, towards the end of episode four, it feels like it's a turning point in the series and the trajectory of the characters. I, I really wanted to allow for this certain kind of mystery inside the characters to sort of be alive. Our inspiration for that were like Mexican murals. Mexican murals from the sort of turn of the century, Cassie with all the flowers. It, it became a way for us to, to, to sort of, to be inside of their worlds without having to, 
to break down everything on a logical level and to kind of to allow for a slightly more metaphysical perspective to to take over over the show it became a way of sort of exploring that on a on a visual level as opposed to just words 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 so i do want to take my word back when i said i wasn't looking at jules sideways last episode i am looking at jules sideways it's weird because like i said in the last episode you get something you, I guess you didn't really want it because they both thought they wanted each other and I guess now they have a a new common crush um what's his name Elliot must be his name because I don't know why I would say that that's the character's name but Dominic Fike pl- who Dominic Fike plays um is it Elliot it has to be because there's why was his I don't know why his name's Elliot honestly it's a weird name for that character um I don't know names mean everything to me Rue is like all over the place Jules is like all over the place but Elliot I mean he's chill he's chill vibes or whatever but it's fucked up because how you have a crush on Rue and then you over here like telling and flirting and having like obviously I don't know Rue, where is Rue most of the time that they're alone together I don't know um it's definitely not AA she going there but like I know she doing her own little thing trying to sell and everything but like where where, where she be at because she come through, obviously not, not not even that she came through, she uh, she came through after they kissed um, and got all hot and bothered and now they're trying to incorporate her into it so they can feel less guilty. It's all mess because at the end of the episode, I think he tells her, like uh, Elliot tells Jules that she's not like in her like right state of mind she wouldn't have said like she said some crazy shit in the car she's like you're annoying the fuck out of me basically in the car and just wanted to go home and then she got high and talked to her dad it was like a really in-depth all over the place episode as usual because also in the same episode while all this melancholy stuff is happening and people are fucking each other or almost fucking each other um if friends are doing threesome like almost right I think it's fucked. I don't know. I, I This whole thing, I'm not even going to expect nothing from anybody. I am going to spe- expect the unexpected from every character. Because I didn't really think Jules was a cheater. I don't really remember if she cheated on her before. And I don't really know if any of them care. Like, if it's that big a deal to kiss or, like, fuck each other. I don't I don't know. Because she had Rue kiss him. So I don't know what's going on here. I don't know if she would have been mad. Probably worse. Probably more mad than... And then she got upset when Rue said, like, I don't fuck with you. Like, I don't want to deal with you right now. Mind you, you was kissing on a whole ne- a whole other person before. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's weird. But I guess her feelings were hurt, even though she ain't she ain't shit, bitch. Like, you know, like, my feelings are hurt, though. You hurt my feelings, even though I was doing, you know what I'm saying? It's weird, but <laughs> that ain't my business. Okay, so in the same episode, because <laughs> in the same breath, everything that's going wrong in life, like, everything, like, it's Maddie's birthday, <laughs> and her ex-boyfriend is coming through, Nate, and we know she's fucking, or he was, he was fucking, uh, her name's Cassie, yeah, I'm sorry, they, we know he's fucking Cassie, or, like, she's madly in love with him, I don't really understand what's going on, I don't really know why Nate wants her back, because, honestly, at this point, we obviously see, even in the freaking pool, how toxic she is, how toxic he is, um... He's sitting in a pool with a, like, her best friend who he's fucking on the low. And 
like it's just all a mess and I don't really understand why we're in high school and we're expecting so much from each other it's a lot like I don't know what's going on like hormones be high niggas wanna fuck that's it call it a day you know what I'm saying like it ain't it ain't all that serious but of course Maddie in this show is so melodramatic that they have to you know play up to this to these characters which is fine like I'm here for the entertainment um although it's just like damn like this is really what y'all be doing y'all be getting drunk off niggas and crying and making a scene on the birth the best friend's birthday then throwing up in the same pool as your your significant not even your significant your um your how do you what do you even call a male mistress i don't even know i don't know but that's just nasty bro like poor shawty like i i couldn't tell you why the hell she likes that man i don't know he ain't doing nothing for her i don't get it and i don't know if he really likes her anymore like obviously that episode when he came out the coma it wasn't a coma but he came out that like fight and he was really thinking about her heavy i don't know why he acts the way he does i don't know like he's just doing too much you can ask her to take back call it a day you don't have to do a shoddy you know she ain't good for you oh but i miss her i don't know what he misses i think he's just trying to do it to get the tape back really i don't know what's going on it's very hard to read these characters it's very confusing they're all confused about themselves they're lost in the sauce but maddie like she ain't i ain't gonna do she's like one of the like most herself like she never really be switching up like she's just always that person that's who she is she's not like she's not like cassie who's two-faced she's not like nate who's like bipolar doesn't know what the fuck's going on she's not drugged up like rue she's she don't really she don't i barely see her even do like she most she does is drink i ain't seen her oh she smoked oh she even smoked that blunt in that first episode so i don't really know she's just a chill vibe <laughs> she's a chill vibe that's really who she is and she ain't like she's not like she ain't shit she's loyal everything like that but she's also like instigated like she instigates fights for no reason like i understand i get it like i got what she was saying in the pool for sure like obviously but like she doesn't want to talk at that point i would just hear that shit and be like I, you, this is but i get it like it's true that he like everything she was saying was facts i ain't gonna hold you she was just putting heat on him and as she should like she really should put heat on him that's why he was mad confused he was like i don't know what's going on like i didn't mean to say it like that blah 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 but bro you just ha- you just upset because you don't know how to like do this shit you can't i don't know what he's doing i'm really i don't know what his game plan is he looks like he's very lost in the sauce he doesn't know what's going on himself and i don't know what cassie's doing she's just bringing too much heat on herself like you're going through it that shit was crazy i'm sorry that shit was really crazy and it's making me recall how it looked and everything and i just don't even want to think about it that shit was nasty (laughs) that was so disgusting uh the day i let a man put me in that position i really would just i don't know why i gotta i gotta i don't have to be that way i could just when she yo then she was like i'm crazier bro like she ain't because she wasn't she's pussy because she was drinking and not doing shit all you did was cry and beg and plead and shit you wasn't even doing nothing i'm crazier yeah you're crazy for sure making that scene ain't gonna hold you she's going through it as a character ain't gonna hold you cassie's going through it and I guess supposedly she's going to go through it this whole sem- this whole season. So we'll see what happens. Also, I don't know if it was this episode as well that we saw Nate's dad. Had to be. 
I think it was this one. It had to be this one. He got kicked out of his favorite bar. I thought he was about to like have a car accident. Oh, and he ends up telling his mom like the everything. He told everybody everything. Like, I'm gay. Da, 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 da. I was cheating. Blah blah blah. He did not care. He said, "I give up. I don't give a shit. I'm I'm gonna leave the house. I don't know if they're gonna get divorced, but that was also something else. That was just a lot of bombs dropped. Just bombs, bombs, bombs. Like, like of course we could feel the tension of Jules and Elliot, but. I didn't think we were really going to do nothing, and they really got to that. And then it was just like, wow. I thought y'all were good friends. I thought that you guys were loyal people, and you're not. Disrespectful, disrespectful. Um, I haven't seen that much of um, Ashtray and and uh, Fez, like, this this episode, I don't think. Um, but it's okay, because they beat, they beat that boy, that man's ass last time, so it's fine. Um... That's about it. I don't really know anything else to say about that episode. It was just crazy. And I just hope Cassie one day tells... She gonna end up... Something gonna happen. They gonna find, she gonna find out. Maddie gonna find out. And Cassie gonna die. And that's gonna have to be the, one of the storylines. Because I don't know... Cassie's just really putting too much on herself. Like, it's really a lot. And if you can't handle doing this, don't fucking do it. You're doing the most. Like, if you can't do that especially like i'm not a good person good people first of all (laughs) not good people don't even acknowledge that they're not good people they don't even care because they're not good people so they don't give a shit they know they ain't shit and they're not gonna say niggas i'm not a good person don't i just don't know cassie's a good person but she's doing dumb shit she's doing dumb shit i don't know out of what for what recklessness i don't know how you don't care about your best friend like that I don't know what's going on. Because she just has a lot of remorse, but also, like, jealousy and envy. And then also, like, I don't know. She's going through it. I don't know what's going on, man. It's ridiculous. But, yeah. That's all I have to say about that storyline. And I wish I, we could know more about what's going on in Nate's brain. But we'll see. That should be unveiled. Unveiled. Hopefully soon. We'll see. Probably going to stretch it out, but we'll see. I don't know if I want to recap episode 9. I know tomorrow, though, like, tonight, Power's coming on. I might as well just talk about it because I think I only want to talk about, like, a couple things this, this episode. The next thing I want to say is, like, Power. I also watched that episode on Sunday. And obviously obviously tonight or today, if you haven't seen it already, um, it's episode 10, the finale. I'm definitely going to have a video of my reaction and, like, what I think happened. Like, everything that's going to happen because this episode, this ninth episode was crazy. I think that we all noticed... And people have noticed before me, but I didn't notice until, like, recently that everybody's, like, this is, like, part two ghost or whatever. And so there's a Tommy, a little Tommy, which is, um, homeboy that I forgot his name. <laughs> um, but he, I thought he gonna be a rat. They sent him to do a job. He just, I don't think, he, he wasn't up for it. Uh, I'm really surprised that, damn, these character names are not hitting, because I don't remember that girl's name. But I'll show you a picture of her. So Effie, Brayden. Okay, cool. Effie, Brayden, Lauren, Kane, Diana. Yeah, Diana's in here. That's why I was like thinking about Diana. I'm like, what the fuck? Ezekiel, Drew, all that. So yeah, Effie takes it up on herself to get the job done since she knows Brayden isn't up for it or whatever. Follows Brayden and everything like that and gets it done. And we don't see what happens, but we can only assume 
that when she got home and looking all depressed and sad, she did what she had to do. I don't know how she can, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. This, I don't know. That was crazy. But, and Lauren did not deserve it because she didn't do nothing. Like, it wasn't her fault. Like, she just got wrapped up in the wrong people. And I don't really understand. I don't know. And then I also don't know if Tariq really loved this girl because he's really over here on the couch talking about, I really care about her, blah, blah, blah. But you got three girlfriends at the same time. Like, you have Effie. She come to your room whenever you want. You had Diana. She be up in there, obviously playing detective, but still giving you game, like playing you too, you playing her, whatever. And then Lauren is like your day one or whatever, DK, but she, she, uh, almost, like basically almost ratted you out. She didn't know what she was doing, but like, yeah, it looked messy on his side. And now he got one of his shorties killing one of the other. It's ridiculous. So. I don't know how it's going to play or if she's going to find if he's going to find out how he's going to react. I have goosebumps thinking about it. I have zero clue what he's going to say or or how he's going to look at her. Um if he's going to be upset that like she did what she had to do to protect him. Um even if he didn't know what he had to do to protect himself like type, you know what I mean? So I hope he figures that out. Um, we'll see what happens in the last episode. The finale is tonight, so or today. I believe it came out 12 p.m. Saturday, so go right ahead and watch it. Or if you have, comment down below what your opinions are on that episode, that finale. And I'm excited for the next season. Snowfall is coming out this month, so I'm excited for that as well. A lot of black shows are coming out. I believe Proud Family as well is coming out on Disney Plus this, this month. Kanye West came along and said that this is Black Future Month on his Instagram posted a black screen, Black Future Month 2022. I think that that's wise to think into the future. I feel like we have to look at ourselves as an ever-growing community, as, we, as we've been here for millennia, of course, but also like looking at that blip of time and only that blip of time that we were I'm not saying that it is not a significant amount of time or significant amount of trauma that was passed on to us through generations and upon generations and upon that's, that's a lot of I know people will say and people will say that it's so many years ago which it wasn't but also they don't ever think of the impact of how like 500 years almost can do to someone like that's a lot of years that's half a like half a century no half a millennia whatever that's a lot of years i can't imagine being 500 years old so like having like my 50 year old grandmother or like thinking about every generation that came and came and came and that's how i got here is it's something i don't know why we've been desensitized to think about but it's fine i'm not even gonna get into it about that we keep like we said we focus on the future nfts is something that we're you know talking about crypto investing learning about spiritual wealth health um divine guidance you know having having a sense of self um individualism but more like not being individualistic, but more like uh, being self-expressive and, and being honor honoring your self-expression, like expressionism, if that makes any sense, like honoring yourself, basically, like being your true self. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about our black futures and the brown and black children that are going to be on the face of this earth millennia to come.
the youth are our future for real it's true and let's just inspire them and and pass on the knowledge we know of now and lead them into the future that's what we're that's what we're trying to do i guess so you have to you know end up being shepherds to our sheep in our community make sure that they're not being led astray or led by uh, a different shepherd you know it should be a shepherd that looks like them acts like them breathes like them understand their understands their pain or if not then let them lead themselves into you know divine light i feel like i don't know it's harder to think of now that i sit down and i think about it i do have you know it's just it, it's harder to think of a black future that when I've been always taught to look at the history of black people and I've never been told the entire history. So when I think about it right away, we always think of what we learned in high school and learning the U.S. history books, not world history about our people. And I feel like in world history, I didn't really know. I don't think I've, I, I more remember like Aztec information than I do like if we, ever, if we even talked about Egyptian culture. That was my freshman year of high school, but I don't really remember going through it that much, even throughout my entire elementary, you know, um, this is secondary education. So, like, like I just don't remember, like, doing any, like, we really didn't know much. We knew people that were working with civil rights uh, movements, and, like, that's where we did projects on, things that happened very recently. And so, without knowing that we came from kings and queens before being subjugated and abused and tortured and things like that can make someone just feel like they're meant to be brutalized and traumatized and stay in this like fear mindset it it seeing it repeatedly 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 like even throughout your entire elementary to high school to middle school all those things those images of people being hanged choked slaughtered Emmett Till um and then also being shown to you, depicted in front of you on a real-life, real-time scale when it comes to Trayvon Martin, Eric Gardner, um, George Floyd, everybody that's been on television. Breonna Taylor, we know her story, we know all these people's stories, and seeing it in real-time as well, continuously happening, continues the fear tactic. Keep them in their places keep them doing what we want them to do make them malleable and that's what they did they conformed us to a society that we do not identify with and we have no um ties to so i feel like my i feel like we were built we were settled into a place that was built to destroy us and it wasn't built for us it wasn't built for our cooperation like it wasn't built with it just wasn't built with our needs in in regard. Like, no one thought about our needs, our cultural needs, how we do things on a cultural level. I feel as though everyone, and we know this, I mean, it's not, it's not like, stupid to think of this. We're not this, like, just because we're all human and of the same species doesn't mean we're all the exact same. I just, I had to say that because it's true. Like, what I need for my body um, you might not need for yours. So if I'm anemic, you might not be anemic. Okay. If I have like every that's everybody though. Like it's on every it's not even just race or anything, but obviously we know there's certain races that have higher risks at this or higher uh capability of doing this, whatever it is. So everybody's like 
their own avatar and everyone has their own special power wow um that's news to me <laughs> no i'm kidding it's not hopefully it's not news to you but um yeah i feel like there's no telling what we can create um and i'm trying you know wakanda the story of wakanda black panther i want i want a futuristic element to our people and we already we already think into the future we are the trend of course um we everybody's emulating us we're the we're the we're the real blueprint i I promise you it's true like everybody emulates what we do everyone niggas will have people that are not part of the culture will have a fade a ponytail um braids dreads um jordans sweats street culture music um i question if we had no parts if we were nowhere like if we were just by ourselves secluded if we told ourselves we're gonna do segregation and it's gonna be because we don't want to we don't want to associate with y'all this is a theory i want to say like would we be more like we be with our people, so it's, I mean, everybody always says that, like, every time they go to, like, Africa or, like, they're around a lot of black people and they, they see, like, themselves on, like, billboards or whatever um, in, in countries like Ghana. Like, I think I watched a Corday. I'll put it in here. It's a Corday video of uh, his bird's eye view documentary. Um, I watched it and he was talking and he just had the videos of, like, him being in Ghana for a month. I get all my inspiration is, like, from traveling, talking with people. Like I said, the smallest thing can spark a song. During the pandemic, I just spent a whole lot of time um, self-reflecting, you know, being uh, way more self-aware, more self-analytical, more self-critical. Um, I would say, cause like, when you by yourself, I feel like a long time, it's like the most productive time as a, for self-growth because you're able to be 100% honest with yourself. I'm like, yo, we got to go to Africa. I've been talking about that shit. Yep. Nigga, let's just go. Let's catch the jet over there. Yeah. Can we get on the commercial? Okay, we're still there. Nigga, jet to Africa? Nigga, that's like 150. In the pandemic, like I said, I'm making music, producing, cooking beats, chopping samples every fucking day. But it got to the point where I was like, yo, I got to live some life because... I don't want what I'm saying to become repetitive. I don't know, we didn't get back from the studio till like six in the morning. The idea to go to Africa was mad last minute because Africa was calling my spirit. You know, it was it was literally calling my spirit for the longest. Um, journal right here, and like looking back and reading, it, I'm like, from a bird's eye view. You know, because I'm giving you like things I've seen. Some songs I'm talking from other people's perspective. You know, from the perspective of my brother Sim Dog in some songs, the perspective of my dog Tay from some songs. You know, so that's what the concept of from a bird's eye view is to see things from outside of yourself. Y'all Yo, in Egypt, bro, so my service is bad. You talk about high level dining experiences, this gotta be one. Highly recommend. What you, what you get to this joint it was like three days before I'm like yo I'm gonna go to Africa this week and I didn't even tell nobody I just went over there for like a month and a half you know and just living like I needed that bro like I just went with me my dog Ian 
and I just went because that's just something I had to get off my spirit. And that was a bucket list thing for me too. You know, that's always been on my bucket list to go out. Yeah, okay, I ain't drop a song in a year. My fans is happy to wait. Egypt was, but I just had to see the pyramids in Egypt, you know, Cairo. I had to go to Luxor, Nubia, be in Egypt for a little bit. I was mainly in Ghana, but just the air hit different out there, bro. Like, nigga. All of my pimples fucking faded away when I was out there, and I wasn't even eating. Them. Find a way to build a living manifestation, a physical living manifestation such as this that lasts this long that people are gonna marvel at and come back to like five thousand years. Now I'm, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. How it impacted him as a human, like being going to Egypt and sitting on the rocks. I can only imagine. Like I, I can't wait to go myself. I want to go to Ghana. I want to go to Egypt. I want to visit ple a plethora of countries in Africa. I want to see the people. I want to talk to them. I want to hear the stories. I want to know the history. Um, I want to know the culture. I want to know what's going on right now. How they're feeling because how else? I feel like history is gonna have to be told to the people, right? Who's gonna write about it? Um, and what views and points are they being are they being written from? So somebody will see something as somebody else from a different culture might go to a place that is not where they're from and will see certain things that they will deem as negative. But somebody else from a different culture that's more used to seeing things like that will think highly favored of it type energy. So it's like really about perspectives and seeing from different viewpoints and trying to explain or like depict or like portray each culture genuinely and you know in a good light because I feel as though it's really true that to me not many people see black people on a day-to-day -day basis not many people see Caucasian people on a day-to-day -day basis not many, not many people see Asian people not many people see like just in general nobody not everybody sees people of different um you know cultural backgrounds on a day-to-day -day basis so they don't know how to operate around those people or they don't know how to approach those kinds of people or they don't know what um those people are capable of or how you know in general like not on, on a negative out not on a negative outlook but just to say like people are seeing certain people people are seeing reflections of humans on portrayed on television if that makes any sense so like an example of a reflection of humans is like Tyler Perry movies of um the beaten battered black woman the tor the 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 I'm not trying to be negative on Tyler Perry but we do see a lot of similar not similarities but a lot of uh lusting for love um it's not negative it's not a negative story or anything it's just like for colored girls uh, dire of black, a mad black woman or a black woman or something like that. Um, it makes people look at black women, all black women, as crazy and mad, and not because that is our true nature. It is because that is how we're being portrayed, you know. Um, and even that impacts the community itself because now they see themselves being portrayed as this, and so they might want to change how they look because or the, how they act because now people are 
perceiving all black women to be this and whatever case it's just or like watching power and seeing like gangbanging and like snowfall and seeing how the cia put their foot in um these black communities and had them hooked on crack and did all that and um all these things like the, the war on drugs all that um it shows you yes different perspectives but it also shows you a certain aspect a certain light that's being shined on black people in the industry so it's not like everybody oh nobody wants to see a black person uh, as a lawyer or a doctor this is not real this is i'm not saying that's true i'm just saying like there are parts to be filled and nobody not everybody fills each each part if that makes sense or the part they were given if that makes any sense um I'm not sure if I just went on a tangent or not. To bring it back, I wanted to say that... (sighs) Eternals was a great example of inclusion and diversity and showing that there like, different people from different backgrounds can, can be things that we wouldn't think that they could be. Um... It's just not. It's just not often that people see black people as very intelligent, smart. Um, we know that you know people in history have seen white people as dictators, um, people of high standard or high power through pillaging and and all these things. It's true, but it's just the way that people are portrayed impacts the way a society views each each. Um, social group for each community of people which leads us either to less to more separation right or you know or less um collaboration because we were fearful of each other in a way because we're you know we don't have that first-hand knowledge of each other it's more like we see each other portrayed on television that's how we view each other subconsciously that's just how it happens um i wanted to mention another show Oh, the thing, oh, I watched this movie, I think The Harder We Fall, it was an amazing, amazing, I, okay, the only Western I've ever seen was Django, and that was amazing, I love Django, I love, um, Quentin Tarantino, great, glory, blood, a lot, it's amazing, it's not like a Quentin Tarantino movie, it's not, it's a lot of blood, but it's not as much gore and gush, um, but the storyline, it was amazing, I, I, I was astounded, um, about of all of all the lead actors, Regina King was in it, of course. Beautiful Regina King and uh Idris Alba and one more person, the guy who plays in Love Lovecraft Country. He's played in um Low Key as one of the, I mean, I don't know if you've seen him, I'm not gonna say what character, but you'll see him at the end of the the end of the season. Um I don't know his name actually. Let me just say it though. Um Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. Um, yeah, so he plays, you know, it's just a story that's, I, I, I just, I don't, you don't see a lot of westerns on black people or black people in westerns. And even the producer talks about how he thought of this idea years ago and I guess he didn't think it all happened perfectly, you know, but it didn't, um, I suppose the idea um, for this film was kind of born with my love of cinema and 
and the Old West. Westerns were always my favorite genre. I was always fascinated, fascinated with like people of color and women in the Old West that weren't subservient and that were just seen as human beings. And maybe about, I'd say 15 years ago or something, right? Yeah. Me and Driss would be kicking it and I'd just be like, I want to do this movie. And I knew like, when I'm making a feature film, it's going to be black cowboys and cowgirls. Probably about 15 years ago, it kind of became real where I could see the movie and I could see all these plot points. And, and maybe because me and Idris was kicking it all the time, I was like, whoa, that guy would be wicked in a Western. And so, so. I, I remember when, uh, you know, James and I, we were working on a music project called The Bullets. And them times, you know, it was about the music, but James had already world built the, this whole, you know, environment around the music, down the bullets, obviously. And I, I, I didn't see the connection at first, he was like, the bullets, and then, oh, the bullets, ah, they die by dawn, ah, oh. the harder they fall. I mean, there's a whole entire world, and this is 15 years ago, as he said, and that journey, just seeing, you know, this is where the genius comes in, is that journey, just pulling all these bits together to now, here we are with yeah. this film. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, a, um, it's magic, it's magic, yeah, actually. Yeah. When I speak about it, and you be, you be talking with me about it, and we'll be kicking it, like me, you, a couple other people, could you see it? Um, I could see it, yeah. yeah. Because it's in your eyes, and it was in your passion, right? Yeah. But I didn't see it, like, I mean, I didn't see this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Black Cowboys, you know, Western, okay, let's go for it. Mm. But this is something else, like, this, yeah. this is incredible, mm. yeah. So when you were seeing it, were you seeing it more along the lines of the Westerns that we're accustomed to? Yeah, I mean, I, I knew that he was going to be true to form. That's the kind of person he is, you know what I'm saying? If he's going to take a genre, he's going to be true to the form. But just imagining it as a black cast fully and, you know what I mean, seeing the way it's hit the, the, the culture at the moment, I couldn't see, see that. See it, right. Yeah. And it's not that I didn't believe in it, I just was like, okay, my guy. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's a big one. <laughs> okay. Why do you guys think the genre has been so um, redlined away from um, minorities, specifically uh, those of the African uh, diaspora? I think that, you know, when I was speaking to um, Regina, she said she was never a fan of Westerns, right? Mm. And I think people, because the scope that we've, we've seen these stories through has been so narrow, everyone just thought really they're not a fan of Western, so no one was really interested in, in making them. You know, they really stopped being made. It would be few and far between. And then the ones that were being made weren't speaking to any of our experiences. And I don't necessarily mean um, black experiences. I just mean experiences. So I believe that the majority of people just grew up thinking, I just don't like Westerns. When in fact, you, if you love stories, you love any genre. Mm. You just weren't being given the stories and the, and the, and the viewpoints that you should have been. What took you 15 years to do this? What, what held you back the most? Why now? What made this time different than 15 years ago? My mom always says, nothing happens before it's time. But in the words of Victor Hugo, nothing can stop an idea whose time has come. I don't think it took me long at all. You don't realize how much time is passing. You're just putting the pieces together. I made a short film, this and that and the other, and working on the music, and I composed the score, so as I'm writing the script, I'm writing songs, and this, that and the other, and then life just takes its course. Mm. And before you know, all these years have passed, but it doesn't seem like it was that long at all. It was probably longer than 15 years, but it doesn't seem like it was that long at all. The harder they fought was being made. 
Right. Like, what, what, what and I, we wouldn't have all been here. I mean, it took uh, all the time to yeah. have to go by so that everything could align. So yeah. this team. Yeah. yeah, that's real. Can't imagine it with any other people. No. Yeah. No. The whole world, we've seen, you know, with the, the conversations, you know, about us, our skin, our relevance, our culture, our placement in the world, you know, how our culture has been viewed. This time is almost too perfect for this mm. film to come out. It's just almost too perfect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like after the conversations have been said about how, you know, we've been marginalized, okay, we're not doing that anymore. And by the way, go check out this Black Western. <laughs> he didn't anticipate it ha uh, probably being this impactful or this rememberable or whatever to our community or to, you know, everybody really when he first thought of it. So he's happy that it came out now, even though he thought of it maybe 2014, like really, really early on. Yeah, I'm happy that it happened too. I didn't even know why. I saw it on Netflix and I, I, I've been meaning to watch it and I, I just sat down in my house and I just watched it and it was great and I enjoyed it. It was amazing. I love the story. I love the action. I loved, I loved everything. So I really recommend that movie. And yeah, to close off today, I wanted to just congratulate Rihanna on being pregnant and ASAP Rocky for their child to come. Uh, I know a lot of people were like sad because she's out of the game and hey man, anything can happen. <laughs> um, but anyways, either way, we're really, I'm really happy for her. I'm really happy that she's getting exactly what she manifested for herself coming to a close i wanted to thank you guys so much for keeping up with the episodes make sure you guys are watching the episodes if you guys are driving riding a bike going on a skateboard ride um you want to listen to a podcast the podcast is now on spotify so check it out link in the description as well as in the eye above i will see you guys i will see you guys in the next episode i love you guys so much subscribe comment hit that bell for notifications for more videos and i will see you guys next episode next video i love you guys peace out blast off bye